I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. My name's Alex Gruskin. If you listeners have been following along over these past couple of weeks, you know how excited we are at Cracked Rackets. For this upcoming couple of weekends, we are thrilled to be doing the play-by-play announcing for this year's Men's and Women's D1 ITA uh, National Indoor Championships. And tonight, that's going to be the theme of the podcast. We are joined by two participants for this weekend's women's event in Chicago. They are both players for the number eight seeded Ohio State Buckeyes, Danielle Wolf and Shiori Fukuda. Welcome back. Uh, Danielle, welcome back. Shiori, welcome to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Hi, thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, we are thrilled to have you uh, again, Danielle. Welcome back, Shiori. Welcome Thank to you. the podcast. I know you guys got to Chicago today. I'm sure you are both thrilled uh, to be participating for the National Indoor. So let's start there. Uh, Danielle and Shiori, how are you guys feeling heading into this weekend's event? Um, we're really excited. We have a little bit of confidence coming up our past two matches, three matches. Um, we're playing well and Everyone on the team's really excited and motivated to go forward. Yeah. Like, wow. One of the, like, the biggest goals, like, for us was, like, coming to the National Indoor. So I'm just excited to play. And then just I hope we just keep going. Like, we, I hope, like, we keep, like, beating other schools. Yeah, you guys, you mentioned it, 3-0 and thus far on the season. A couple of good wins for you, and uh, I know the draws have come out. You get to match up with a Georgia Tech team that you played twice last year. I'm sure the one you, the match you both remember most uh, that year-end season, they knock you out 4-3 in that first round of the NCAA tournament. Uh, any particular uh, sweetness in getting to match up with them right away to start this year? I think we're really excited to play them. We out of all the teams to play, I think we were really hungry and wanted to play them, um, get a little revenge, and I think our team just does really well in those types of situations. We know their team a little bit, and hopefully we'll get some good matchups and come out on top. Yeah, I agree with Danielle. She mentioned, like, we lost, uh, we won against Georgia Tech for the National Indoors last year, and we lost to them in for the NCAAs. So I guess it's time to revenge. So we're excited to play them and beat them, I guess. Yeah, and I know for your program in particular, uh, you guys have had a really successful past couple of years. And I'm curious for you, uh, for both of you, uh, how much do you value the national indoors at this point of the season? It's so early in the year. It is a national championship, but of course, the big one comes later on in the year in May. You know, do you guys feel particularly amped up for this event or is it, you know, try and keep things as normal as usual? Well, I think something our team always tries to do is treat every match the same. But with that being said, this is a different situation because you're going and you're playing three matches regardless against top 16 teams. So it's really good opportunity. Um, 
So I think because it's indoors and that's kind of our like specialty, we're an indoor team. Um, it's really exciting and a great opportunity to go against some teams that aren't necessarily indoor teams where as later in the year we play teams that are outdoor teams and we're not. So it kind of gives us a little bit of more home feeling and a little bit of an advantage just because we do practice indoors 90% of the time. So it gives us that edge. Yeah, I think it's the same. Like, I think uh, we treat, like, every single match the same. We played Duke last weekend, and they were ranked top five. And then we played Georgia Tech at the first round of National Indoor. I think it's the same. We just have to do what we have been doing and then just be allowed to play. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that Duke match because your team has already been tested early in the season uh, in that ITA kickoff weekend to clinch your spot. You guys get a 4-3 win over Oklahoma State. Uh, Last Friday, Duke comes to town. You knock them off 4-2 as well. Uh, how You talk about the confidence, so uh, I guess we'll start with Shiori. For you in particular, a three-set win against Oklahoma State, a straight-set win against Duke as well. How are you feeling about your tennis with these sorts of early season successes? Yeah, I feel like uh, I have been playing really good tennis. I trained a lot during the winter break, and I think it's paying off, and I played while my Japanese fan against the Oklahoma State. I really didn't want to lose, so I'm happy that I won. And obviously, it was like a big deal for us because it was deciding for the national indoors match. So it was really good. And then everyone's just like playing really well. And then, so I'm just happy for everyone for me. Yeah, Danielle, same question to you. You get the win over Oklahoma State and obviously against Duke. You clinch in a third set breaker. That does something for your confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, just like she already said, we put in a lot of work over winter break. I got a little work in with my dad and JJ, and I worked with um, actually an Ohio State alum, BJ Monroe, and got a lot of work on the clay. And just I feel like my games developed a lot. And in my last year of college tennis, got to put it all out there. So I'm feeling really good, and fitness level just always has to be high. And yeah. Yeah, for your team, uh, you guys only lost, I think, one senior off of last year's team. You came into the season ranked uh, outside of the top 10, but now you immediately find yourself in the number eight seeded position. Did you both think you guys could have this sort of success as a team? Were these the expectations coming into the year? Or, you know, have has the start you guys had maybe exceeded what you expected from the get-go? I think, I mean, one of our goals was to be top five. Um we have a lot of talent and if people work hard and do everything right i think we have a lot of ability like we have the ability to win a national championship if everyone's in it and the team comes to play so i think we knew it um it was exciting obviously to see the numbers go up fast it doesn't always happen that way you don't always get the opportunity to have those ranked wins but i think we knew we could do it just was a matter of when we could do it yeah i totally agree um No, I would say for your team, I mean, no, certainly you look at the results you've had thus far and the returners you bring in. I think you bring back all six single starters. You guys can mix up the doubles teams early in the season, but you bring back players who all had different doubles experiences. And so, you know, you never want to compare programs, but obviously the men's program for Ohio State has had so much success over the past five years. You guys have had so much success as well. You talked about being top five 
five. Are are those the standards you bring in every year? You know, especially when you bring back as many returners as you did. Yeah, I mean, obviously every year is different, but we do have our entire team back basically, and then one extra. Um, so that always helps. Uh, I just think like when we walk on the practice court, if we settle, I mean, we're not going to get anywhere. We have to have we have to shoot the stars and like have goals that are difficult and challenging because if you're not pushing yourself then I mean what fun is it to do that and just stay the same yeah I think a men's tennis team literally helps us I like our program a lot like they've been like top five in the nation that past I didn't even know for long and then that like helps me to like motivate us and stuff so it's good to have like uh, those team out there like practice hard and a walk hard and then we like it's so good that like we they keep winning, but like, I hope like we can keep winning too, like them. Yeah, and uh, for your team, I know you bring back a lot of starters, but you two, two of the upperclassmen on the team, have you seen your roles change this year as you you know enter the upperclassmen status as you take on leadership roles on the team? Oh uh, yeah, well I mean last year we were like also kind of the upperclassmen. But, yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, my role in the tennis court has just kind of grown um, just more, like, reliable to people who kind of, like, look to me and hopefully kind of can fall back on that and be, like, confident in when I put up on my court and just kind of um, always hopefully the work ethic and stuff, like, just jewelry, like, also just the consistency we bring to practice and matches all the time. We really pride ourselves on that and just being able to have our team trust us and that we're going to do everything we can to put a W on the board. Yeah, I totally agree. Like the energy and like the work ethic that Daniel brings to the team and I practice every day is like awesome. Like it's good for me and it's good for the team. So like it hasn't really changed role like that much, but like I'm just like, doing like what I can do like for the team and for myself and I think it runs like doing well for that part so I think that's why we keep winning um this season yeah and you have three players in the ITA top 100 rankings this week uh both of you and then uh your teammate I believe it's Irina who is all it was number 62 this week uh you know that's a lot of talent to stack up stack up on one court I imagine practices get pretty competitive Yes. Yeah. Yes. In a good way. In the in the fun ways, right? It's fun when we're done, but during, I mean, <laughs> we're not gonna be friends when we're playing each other. We want to win. Oh no, that's good. Uh, I dare <laughs> I say, is there? If I asked both of you, is there a teammate in particular who you want to look out for their calls in practice? Comes to mind for their calls. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> close calls are going their way in practice. Oh, I don't know. It might start some stir the pot if we admit that on on the podcast. <laughs> we might have to keep that one an in house secret. All right, look, that's fair. I thought I'd ask, <laughs> um, but I, I was baiting. Uh, but for your team, uh, I I do believe you guys have mixed up the doubles point, and you talked about uh, being a, an indoor team. This is your part of the year in, in the singles lineup. As much talent as you guys have, uh, you know, it's always hard to win four singles matches when you're playing a fellow top sixteen team in the country. How important is the doubles point for your team this weekend, and how much have you guys focused on that early in the year? 
Well, I mean, obviously the doubles point is everyone wants it. It's a great extra bonus, but it's also some teams win it and think that match is over and they kind of get caught off guard and like, oh, crap, there's still a lot more matches to be played and a lot more tennis to be played. So, I mean, it's great if we get it, but I think we have the ability to win without it, just like we did at um, Oklahoma State. Did we lose the doubles point? Yeah, Oklahoma State. Um, we put up four singles wins, and, I mean, we can do it. It would make our lives a lot easier if we won the doubles point. But, yeah, I don't think we need it, but we want it. Yeah, I totally agree. As you said, and she said, like, doubles point is really huge, like, physically, mentally. As she mentioned, like, Oklahoma State match, like, we lost doubles, like, 2-1, and we didn't get the doubles point, but we won the full singles matches. It was really huge, and I think, like, some of the schools, like, feel like, oh, we get doubles point, like, we're going to win, but, like, we just don't feel, like, the same. And then, like, even though, like, we lose a doubles point, like, it's, it doesn't mean that, like, we're going to lose the whole match. So it really, I guess, like, it's still important. The doubles point is still important, but, like, it really shouldn't change anything. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I love the doubles point. I, I think that's the most exciting part, not only of you know a college tennis match, but just any tennis match. Just yeah. three courts, back to back to back. It goes so quickly. It is so much. But for your team being in Chicago, keeping local, Illinois being the host school, uh, I, I know it's a different club than it was last year, but still coming into this, do you feel you have an advantage indoors? Yeah, I do. I mean, an indoor court's an indoor court. Some are fast, some are slow, but it is just so different from outdoors. Um, ball is going to come bigger which we like um Shuri and I like fast courts um that I think is something that people don't adjust to as quickly um and I just think as big ball strikers our team likes that um and we'll take a lot of people and catch them off guard and hopefully put them on their heels so we can um kind of overpower them so I do think that's a huge advantage for us yeah, I totally agree. Like, we practice and we play the matches, like, 90% of the time of the year in Ohio. And, like, compared to, like, UCLA or Arizona State, they don't get to play inside. So I think we have the advantage of it. And then I hope we can play with the advantage. Yeah, and your team has been fairly consistent with the lineups you've show, uh, you've played thus far. I think it's only been uh, seven of you have seen singles action. There's only been a couple of lineup flip-flops. Uh, you know, in terms of the doubles teams, I know you guys continue to play around, and that's part of what comes into this early portion of the year. Uh, but you, it sounds like you guys are fairly confident heading into this one. Uh, what do you expect, you know, the level of play to be? You've both competed in national indoors before. What do you think it's going to take this weekend to, you know, maybe not only win your first round match, but get to the places you guys want to go? Um, I think it's going to take grit and we're going to have to fight. Um, it isn't always about the tennis. Um, we always say try to control what you can and don't focus on the things that are out of your hands. 
Um, there's going to be probably some OT. There's going to be we might we might get unlucky. We might get some bad calls without with the rule of you know, appealing. It might not go our way. We just need to focus on ourselves and what we can do. And if we keep our heads down and work and just bring the intensity and fight and kind of like no lose attitude and just kind of show our stuff, I think we'll do really well here. Yeah, I think our goal is like definitely like winning the championship. But like before that, we have to be tough. We have to be competitive. Like we have to like refuse to lose. And I think we are doing really well on on that. And that's why like we're here. So we just like have to like do what we have been doing. Yeah. You mentioned the ITA, the, the new rule with the line judge appealing, and you know you no longer have to appeal if they don't like the call. They can just make the overrule. What do you both think of that rule change? Because I, I don't want to say hooking is a problem, but it definitely exists in college tennis, and you know that's one solution to go after it. Right. Well, I think people can be really, really mean to the line judges, um, and I don't think I don't like that. Um, so I understand why the rules being put in place and it worked out really well for our team in the kickoff weekend matches. So, I mean, unless it's drastically different this weekend, I think it's fine. And just like his respect issue of like treating the umpires, I think that's just like needs to improve. And this is a good way of doing that. Um, obviously you're not going to get your way in either scenario the whole time. So this is just kind of like more, of a reason to, I don't know if reason, but like it'll bring the sportsmanship more. I think you can't really go after anyone in this kind of ruling. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't like that big of a deal. Like last week in Oklahoma state, like I knew, like we all knew like the rule has changed, but like it wasn't like really big difference. Like, it didn't make really big difference. Like for us and like, if we like wanted affect, we kind of could like we kind of could make eye contact with the umpire and like hey like if was it like out like was it in so like I hope like it's not gonna be like big of a deal like for us like this weekend too. Yeah, I played two really nice girls, so I didn't really have to worry about it. So that was nice. Yeah, that certainly helps. And I'm glad you bring up that aspect because it certainly does promote not talking back to the umps. You don't want to get on their bad side because then you know what's going to happen. I happen to have a solution of my own that I'll throw at you guys now. It feels like an appropriate place. Uh, Rather than the current system, you know, the three overrules or allowing the umpire at their discretion, my idea would be every time a player gets overruled, not only does that player get a point penalty, but every player on their team still playing a singles match gets a point penalty as well. That way, you know, if someone gets a point penalty after the match, it's the teammates who are saying like, hey, you know, it was break point or it was a deuce point and you really screwed me there. Uh, so that's the sort of way you would get it out of the game. What do you guys think about that? I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> it's harsh. Like you can't control your teammates and I don't know. Like I like, I make their calls. I think I like, I mean, some people might miss certain calls. I don't know. A ref might not see it. So just kind of like that makes it a little tough, especially with deuce points. I mean, I could make yeah. or break a match. So I don't know about that one. That's pretty tough one. <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah. my, you know, sorry, my thinking is that 
it, it you know the only person who could possibly get one of a teammate to stop hooking would be that teammate if it's like hey you do this again we're all turning on you because you screwed me you screwed her you screwed her like that that's why I would do it because it is something well, yeah, harsh people but are hooking a ton yeah but yeah it's like that way it's like that. it's like it's just like no that's true I, it's not about your team in general it's just like okay now now no one's hooking now we're just playing yeah. everything yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's just, yeah, food for thought. Or just, just I'm, give I'm that just chase review that. on all the courts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds way better. Um, I also have ideas about what to do with the coin toss, but we'll save that for a different time. Because uh, I just <laughs> think, coin, like, all right, I will throw it here. I, I think the coaches should play a point. You have the coaches playing one point, and the winner gets to decide the serving arrangements on every court. <laughs> I take our team. I take us. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just imagine, like, I, I mean, I, you can think of it for any coach, and it, it really helps if you have a former player. But just, like, imagine some of the battles we could see, some of the creaky old knees. Ooh, it would be great. Yeah, Adam doesn't miss, and then Melissa can stick a volley, so I think we'd be good. <laughs> That's true. We can bring uh, Ty Tucker. Yeah, Ty and Dan <laughs> and Crow. Hey, you, I mean, Jace will win everything. Can you imagine, like, Ty versus Brian Boland in like a semifinal. Like the two of them, you know, neither of them are showing their calves. It's like sh- a straight pants affair. I'm all in on that. I think that would be. I don't know, put Ty against some college guys. I think you'd be surprised. I think <laughs> yeah, I think he's still in that category, to be honest. As soon as he stares them down, they're like, "Yeah, you can win. Just get me out of here." Um, he's pretty damn but- good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, but all right, so for both of you, we talked a lot about uh, the National Indoors, the early part of the season, but your team right now, I believe, is the top-ranked Big Ten team, and you look at this ITA draw, it's not just you guys, it's Michigan's in the draw, uh, the host as well, uh, I, I believe, in the draw. Uh, Illinois, yes, playing UCLA in the first round, so you get three Big Ten teams in there. Uh, how do you both feel right now about the state of Big Ten tennis, and you know what are your expectations for your team competing in the conference this year well we have a goal of winning the conference and the big 10 tournament um we want to get some rings that's a huge goal of ours that's one of the biggest goals um we think we can do it and it's good that um a lot of big 10 teams are doing so well because that's what we want we want challenging teams um it's better for us if we beat them so it's great when they're doing well we just we're we want to do better than them obviously yeah, I'm 100% agreed. Um, I'm so happy that um, our Big Ten schools are doing well. Like we have like three schools out of like 16 schools. I think it's pretty good. And I mean, I'm happy for them, but like I don't want to lose them. So I don't want to lose to them. So we got to <laughs> keep winning and we got to get the ring. Yeah, hopefully both you and Michigan win in the first round and we get to call that Michigan-Ohio State quarterfinal match. That would be a blast for me uh, as a Big Ten guy. So that that's what I'm rooting for for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, you know, it always starts with the conference, right? And I'm sure for both of you, uh, given, again, your place as upperclassmen, you look at what you guys have done in the conference the past couple of years. Uh, you went back-to-back in 2016-2017, but third place finishes the past uh, two years. You talk about the rings, and how much does that matter for uh, the two of you, Danielle, for you in particular, given that you are a senior, you know, leaving that sort of legacy, leaving the culture in that sort of place in your final year? Yeah, well, like our first year when we were here, we got one. So it's just kind of like 
God, we really want another one. Um, <laughs> and we want to do that for our underclassmen and give them that. And I think this year of all years, Shuri and I are both probably playing the best tennis we ever have. And if we can lead our team with that and hopefully we can give them a ring and hopefully go farther in the NCAA tournament and talk about those rings later. Yeah, I think the last time we got the ring, I didn't play. I don't know if, if Daniel played, but I was late shooting, so I was just like cheering for it. I was like, of course, happy that like we got the ring, but I didn't actually play. So I want to play and then I get the actual ring this time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, that, that certainly sounds cool. And yeah, that 2017 uh, team, 11 and 0 in Big Ten play, made the semifinals, which I believe was the best finish uh, in program history for both of you individually. Uh, I believe uh, you are right now in the top. Let me look at the. Yeah, sure, you are right now in the top 10 of the ITA rankings, Danielle. I think you're at number 99. Are there individual goals you weigh uh, during the season as well? Things like qualifying for the NCAA tournament in maybe both singles and doubles? Yeah, for me, I definitely. I mean, sure, is. I'm full confidence in her that she's going to go deep in that tournament and make it. Um, I want to make it. And I don't know, JJ and I have always had the goal of being an All-American. He did it. So it's my turn. That's been my dream ever since I've wanted to play tennis in college. So hopefully I can do that somehow. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to make the singles tournament and hopefully I can keep winning and get up there. Yeah. um, For me, like the ranking really like it's not big of a deal, but I guess I guess like big being like top ten is like big for me, and uh, I hope like I can get qualify and see the race like both like singles and doubles and even the team. And uh, I think like me and like Daniel, we both have like to do it. So we just gotta keep winning and then uh, get qualified for NCAA race. Yeah, and look, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this Buckeye team in action this weekend. Uh, My last serious question to you guys before we get to our rapid-fire segment. Uh, We've talked a lot about it in picture. You talk about the rings. Uh, But for your last season, uh, for fans who may be coming this weekend uh, to see your Buckeye team play, you know, what do you guys want out of, Danielle in particular, for you this last season, uh, Shiori, for you just this 2020 season in general? uh, What do you hope for your team to accomplish, and what do you hope fans uh, take away from the experience of watching your Ohio State team play this year? Um, just that we're not going to go away. We're going to leave it all out there, and we fight, and we're tough. And I always like to say, like, we're the fittest people out there. Like, I think Shuri and I really pride ourselves in, like, our fitness, and I think we take a lot of confidence in that and just showing everyone that, like, our team's going to outlast you, and hopefully our fans give some OHs, and we have a lot, just have a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I think uh, we are like one of the toughest team like Indonesia in the last weekend we played Duke at home and like all of the Bakai nation like came to watch us and it was really huge for us and like we couldn't have won like without the supporters and I don't know how many people can come to watch us this weekend but the, all of the Bakai nation like around the world is like really huge for us so hopefully we can show them who the real Bakais are and then keep winning. Yeah, that's awesome. And to any of our listeners out there who want to watch the Buckeyes play, be sure to check out the live stream. Uh, hopefully they'll be on the broadcast court, but if not, their play certainly will be uh, uh, broadcasted, as will all of the matches throughout this weekend. It's going to be a really fun weekend of tennis uh, before I let you guys go so you can rest up, get ready for that last day of practice. want to do one last thing with the two of you. It's something we like to do with all of our guests. A little bit of a rapid-fire segment, just so, again, our fans get to know a little bit more about both of you. That sound good? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Westoff, give me a rapid-fire sound effect, please. I tried to get you guys to rat on one of your teammates earlier. Uh, you did not do so, but I'm going to try some different th- themes of questions. Questions about your teammates. Uh, give you a little warm-up, by the way, of some of the content we'll be doing this weekend. But I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, you let me know the teammate that comes to mind. Awesome. So let's start with, for both of you, your favorite hitting partners. Sure. Danielle. Oh, that's too easy. I should have seen that one coming. That's Um <laughs> All right. Your favorite inner squad rivalry? Sure. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sure. That's all right. If I, I'm from now on, don't answer each other. Come on. Let's get, all right. If you two can't go to dinner with one another, the teammate you most enjoy getting dinner with? Um, I'll say Luna. I'd say Isabel. I like it. Um, the teammate who has the most disgusting tennis bag. We're talking Gatorade bottles, water bottles, the, the you know sunscreen that's expired. Uh, Mary Beth. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's like locker and tennis bag are different. So locker <laughs> might be full. <laughs> no, that's the answer I was looking for. Like, all right, the funniest member of the team. Um, probably me. Yeah, I was going to say myself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think Adam's pretty funny. If we're going to get a coach, he's pretty funny. He's not even trying to be funny, but he's funny. Yeah, that's it. I like that answer. All right. um, If you had to play doubles with one of your coaches, which would you pick? Like between Melissa and Adam or including Ty and Crow? Uh, no, Melissa and Adam. Hmm. I'll so Melissa's Melissa. pretty good. I think Melissa, because she's just a volley queen. Adam's <laughs> more of a baseline grinder. I like it. It would be fun. I, 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 I sometimes I like to ask the guys. They're like, "Yeah, I just I, I we butt heads, me and the head coach." So it's like you're never playing with them. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that is not the case for you all. All right. Um, well, I was going to say the dream matchup for you guys, but uh, you know, the, for both of you guys now, non-teammate related, uh, let's go beyond that. Uh, if you could play one pro tournament, what would it be? Western and Southern Open. Uh, i say Australian Open. Australian Open. You know, no one ever answers the Australian Open. I, I mean, for well, Danielle, no I offense, actually, I get the Cincinnati. 
I actually played Ocean Open Junior 2014-15. That was the only Grand Slam I ever played, and I wish I could go back and play. That was a quality, yeah. humble brag. I'm jealous. That must have been sweet. <laughs> yeah, I might, um, I, no, I'm going to add U.S. Open just because Grand Slam. That would be cool. But Western yeah. and Southern just because roots. Yeah, I'm going to go Evanston Futures. Um, you know, maybe a 10k, hopefully a 15k. Uh, that would be my just to see what that's like. Like, I, I get the grand, you know, the Wimbledon <laughs> would be great, but what's it like when you're on the road when you're grinding? Those are the sorts of things I want to know. Um, yeah, that's a random thought for you guys. Um, all right, last question. Yeah, sorry, I, I, we're wandering here. We're wandering up. That's how I know it's time to wrap it up. Last question for both of you guys. Uh, I don't know if you're going to have any free time in Chicago to wander around, but the thing you're most forward to, uh, looking forward to this weekend, like not tennis wise. Yeah, you know, it could be the tennis as well, but the no, non-tennis I wanna, maybe. I want to play tennis. God, I want to win. <laughs> God, I, I just want to win. We can eat and do whatever wherever we are, but we can't win the national indoor championship all the time. So <laughs> I want that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Just battling. But uh, damn, we had deep dish pizza tonight, so that was pretty good. <laughs> that was that was huge. Yeah, that's pure. Yeah, I agree. I want to just play tennis, but I don't get to like come here. Like even I live in Ohio, so I just want to have a good time with teammates and then yeah, coaches. Yeah. And we are, oh, so, yeah, and of course, win, no, above all else. Um, yeah, get that win over Georgia Tech. Get a win over Michigan because you don't need to play Stanford. Uh, that's not the matchup you guys want anyways. Um, but no, it, it should be a really fun weekend. And again, we are crack crackets are so thrilled to be able to get to go up to Chicago this weekend to get to watch the women's indoors do some play-by-play coverage. Hopefully we'll get the chance to call one of the Ohio State matches and hopefully I'll get the chance to see you both there. Uh, so to to both you, Danielle and Shiori, good luck this weekend. Uh, and, you know, we look forward to watching you play uh, throughout the tournament. Thank you. Thank you for you. having us. Thank That's you so much. Yeah, actually, I, I regret saying this, but can I get a Go Bucks out of both of you? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Oh, wait. <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Well, take care. All right. Thanks so much, Houston. Thank you.